The Digital Gumbo Podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Well, now we're done with that shit. Let's start the show. For the victory lap, though. Whoa, whoa. They ain't never seen nothing like this before. Lit the room when I came through the front door. Ask me if I should suffer, come. What for? Train in the trees, please. What my sycamore? Come on in. Everything's fine. We got drinks and food and whatnot. It's not quite on cookout status yet, but we're getting there. Welcome. We're closer to summer. You listen to the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. My name's Nookie Bishop Jr., joined as always by my co-host T. Petty and Adrice Elbow. T. Petty, cry freedom! Cry freedom! You know Give what you want, Project? <laughs> Give us free! Your girl has been emancipated. Thank you, Black Jesus. But you know, it's just like the Godfather too. Every time I try to get out, they try to pull him back in. Mm, mm, mm. I'm Don't trying to me. duck and dodge him though. Mm. So, currently investigating how I can only send an out-of-office message to certain domains okay. so I can tell them to go to hell but maintain my job while I answer everybody else's email. Okay. So, stand by for that breakthrough. Yeah, I, I'm just going to text you and then you do what you got to do to preserve your inner peace. I'm all about that. That's what's up. <laughs> Drease, what's up, my man? What's going on down that way? How you feeling? What up, Nook? What up, T-Patty? This your boy, Idris Elbow, with a little bit of ash on the elbow. And you know, during the pandemic, you know, I put on a few pounds, you know, like a lot of folks. And so I started taking a virtual workout class, you know, where I work out three times a week. And the day I was, I was doing my workout and I was, um, you know, doing sit-ups and a thought crossed my mind. Oh, and I, I, I said, oh, you know, I will be really good at sit-ups and it would be a lot easier if my belly wasn't round. And you know, and then I had another thought. Sorry. I was like, you know, I think sit-ups was created by people with flat bellies to make people with round bellies feel bad. That's mm. what I think. <laughs> That's what I think. Okay. I, 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 don't, I don't know not one person who got a flat belly from doing sit-ups. I don't think it's possible. Well, abs are made in the kitchen, sir. So I see, that's you right. can't be fatty. eating all them fatty fat snacks and drinking all the drinks and think your stomach gonna be flat. That's not how it works. See, and that supports I say my this. theory, Chief Eddie. Well, I mean, so I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. So I have lost about 30 pounds during uh quarantine. What? That's amazing. That's, that's amazing, Chief Eddie. And I mean, you all know I do not give up my drinks or my snacks. So I've been your girl been working. Okay. But I still hate crunches and sit-ups. They some bullshit. I don't like them, but they do work. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, well, listen, uh, yeah, y'all, y'all fitness plans, uh, my is still uh, in development. So, you know, um, <laughs> I'm going to work on it. Weather's getting good. Get out there and uh, get my twice-a-day walks on, which uh, help. And then, uh, you know, I think uh, the key to that is not uh, eating after sundown. So, uh, you know, we'll see how this works well, like out. like a fucking uh, gremlin? Well, I mean, you know, whatever, whatever it takes. Turn, 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 turn into a wear nookie. A wear nookie. <laughs> okay, remind me to go back to the going outside now that it's getting warm, because I got something I want to say about that. And it uh -oh. has to do with nature. Okay, okay. Well, we got a couple of nature stories, a couple of animal stories on the rundown today. So it'll be right up your alley. We will remember to loop you in. 
um, to um, bring you in on those nature stories. So just a quick recap. If y'all did not listen, episode 41, our sweet 16 uh, 420 episode was absolutely hilarious. We uh, crowned a champion chocolate candy bar. There was a lot of people that listened to the episode and gave us some feedback. T. Patty, a couple of people said we left off $100,000 bar. Drees, somebody I else mean, said that Butterfinger was seated too low at the sixth seed and really should have won the whole damn tournament. I do like Butterfinger, though. Butterfinger it, it shouldn't even been seated. Butterfinger is trash. That's <laughs> the nastiest fucking candy bar. The whole, the whole scandal was that Snickers did not win. I would die on this hill. <laughs> and then our boy... DJ Will Rise, he said we forgot about the Cadbury egg. That ain't no damn candy bar. Well, well I, I don't know, but I will say, because Reese's do they egg. So if you let the Reese's egg in there, okay. then you kind of got to let the Cadbury egg in there. But so I got a problem. DJ Will with, Rise might be, be, might be right. I got a problem with the contents of the Cadbury egg. It's... Mm, it remind me of something, and I know. Yeah, you're right, T. Pat. It's a little <laughs> shiesty there. That Cadbury it's, egg is like I don't know about that. It's it's a you, no. Will remind me of something. I just don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, I know what it is, but I ain't gonna say because you know it might be some cheering and babies. Gotcha. But so I, that I, speaking of babies, I mean that's what's in there. Kind of look like congealed <laughs> baby bath. Okay. All right. <laughs> Moving well, on. Moving on. So but Will so, Rise, I love you, but it's a no for the Cadbury eggs. Mm, mm, mm. So we uh, might have, uh, I had an idea for maybe a ghetto candy or hood candy roll call. We might have to bring that out one day, see if y'all know about these candies from the hood, T-Petty. Oh, and wait a minute. We all know who's going to win that. Now later. Well, yes. Now later is obviously the overall number one. No, season. that's Jolly Ranchers. Mm-mm-mm. No, absolutely fucking not. Now, laters is the undisputed hood candy. Fight me. Also known as namalators. Also Na- known Na-laters. as Nihilators <laughs> or annihilators. It just all depends, you know. Ambulance, ambulance, you Amalamps. Amalamps. <laughs> Avalanche. Y'all know what we're talking about. So, yeah, we might have a hood candy. We'll just do a roll call. Y'all uh, maybe could uh, give y'all thoughts on those. But, yeah, um, just looking at that, I think now later's had to be number one. Jolly Ranchers might be close, too. You might be up on that, Drees. All right. This is what we're going to do, y'all. We haven't done this in a minute. It's the return of Choose Your Own Adventures. I give you one or two words. You guys pick the story. I fill you in on some of the particulars, and then I'll get y'all reaction with that. Y'all cool with that? Let's get it. All right, here we go. Uh, T. Patty, you're up first. We will give you the choice between hotel or ketchup. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, me being who I am, I'm going to go with hotel. Hotel in Orlando, Florida. Oh, Lord, Florida. You done already fucked up, but go ahead. Wow, what this going to be? Some trash. A man purchased a hotel. He signed the paperwork to take possession of the hotel and was very anxious to get the renovation started in the hotel. An hour after he took possession of the hotel, he instructed the staff to go door to door to people that were had legit reservations in the hotel. And in the words of 
Mr. Smith from Chicago, he said, y'all ain't got to go home, but you got to get the hell up out of here. <laughs> threw the people out. No, he didn't. He mm -mm. threw the people out, and mm -mm. then they subsequently had to go to other hotels. The hotel association hooked them up, and he fired the entire 70-member staff on the spot. Hotel from hell, T. Petty. I don't know how the hell you think you're going to get me to leave a room that I already paid for. You can kiss every part of my unwashed ass. Absolutely not. Mm -mm. That ain't how that works. Give my money back then. He was at, at first refusing to give refunds. I don't know how it sort of went through the You going to give me my money back? Or I'm going to take it out your ass. You can take your pick. It don't make me no difference. I ain't got nothing to lose anyway. Mm, mm, mm. That's why. See what I tell y'all about Florida. Hell hole. Don't go there. Mm. Drees, the vacation from hell. Hotel from hell. Well, I'm talking about you. If I was there, and you and and you told me to leave, I might leave. But I'm taking everything with me. I'm taking a TV. I'm taking this 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 mattress. I'm even cutting the carpet up. Out the flow. Let's <laughs> go on with it. you wanting to renovate this. Wait, place? what? Let, let me start. Let me start this demolition for you. <laughs> I'm gonna take everything out and of And you are just the one to have a utility knife. Yes, somewhere I will. With yep. you to cut I, the damn carpet. Up. Always keep it handy. You never know when you need it. <laughs> you probably be like, I wasn't there. That was he. How could I be there? He kicked me out. So how could you prove that? So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay, Drees, you up. You have the choice between ketchup or pizza. All right, I'm going to go with the ketchup. I'm interested to see what this is. Ketchup. All right, listen to me. They saying now that it's about to be a ketchup shortage, okay? It's like the laws of supply and demand. What? So during the pandemic, there was less ketchup packet production because people wasn't going into the restaurants regularly. So the companies wasn't making the ketchup packets. Okay, on I'm following of, you. On top of that, with all of the takeout and you know the little uh, delivery service orders that would come in, they would just put ketchup packets in the damn delivery just so people would feel like they would have a little bit more condiments. You know what I'm saying? Because they might get a bad Yelp review because um, it wasn't no ketchup in the order. Yep. Now they saying that people been hoarding the ketchup packets going back out into the restaurants, plus a lack of production of the ketchup packets, and it's a ketchup package shortage that's about to go down in America. All right, so what I want to say about this, it is true it is a ketchup package shortage, but it is a shortage for restaurants, not for people, because I have like a thousand packets <laughs> of ketchup from various establishments. And you're right, people have been stockpiling ketchup packets. For it's what? just something you do because it's just something you do. It's like it's ketchup, and I'm I'm not sure when I'm gonna need ketchup, but I I keep packets around. But don't you have bottles of ketchup at your house? It, it ain't the same, T. Patty. It ain't nothing uh, like ain't nothing okay. like taking your teeth and tearing open that packet and then squeezing <laughs> it out. So you know <laughs> I don't do that. You know how many people hands been on them packets? I know T. Patty. I know T. Patty. Okay. But that's what people do. Uh, all right. Oh, T. Petty, you're not a ketchup packet person. I like. Um, now that's not true because you have to have some ketchup packets in your glove compartment. But I don't keep stuff. See, like that's that what I'm talking about. House. You got you got it in your glove compartment. But in the people have them. It, people have you like junk drawers. Packets. But people have junk drawers full of like ketchup, soy sauce, 
sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> like, exactly. So it's how a old is that damn ke- how old is that damn ketchup in them packets? Ketchup been don't there. go bad. Ketchup no, don't go bad in them packets. With the preservatives <laughs> in that, I bet you that could last at least a year. At when that ketchup year. come out looking burgundy instead of red, you don't mm. need to mess with that. Now, my favorite ketchup packet is the one that comes from, how can we say this, chicken filet. Um, that's my uh, favorite ketchup because you could squirt it or you could pull up the corner of it and pull the thing back and dip your little tots of fries or whatever. Well, you can do that, was a, that was an innovation in the ketchup packet. Absolutely. But they didn't do that first. That, the, well, the chain they, that they sells the square hamburgers. I, you, know, you know I don't eat there because there are some fucking homophobes. Mm. So I refuse to give them a dime of my money. And I don't well, care how I, I know good that the waffle fries and eliminate is. I'm not spending money there. And they ain't open on Sundays either. Mm. Uh, yeah, mm. so they hateful as fuck six days a week. And then on Sundays, they close to go to church. Man, fuck them. They can go to hell. Them I said t- it. Them dipped tots in that ketchup taste good as hell, though. Well, um, if they need any, like, um, sponsorships. Fuck y'all. You're not welcome here. I said it. Mm-mm. T. Petty, um, continuing on this food theme, you now have the choice between pizza or breakfast. Breakfast, of course. Breakfast, a Twitter war broke out this week, close to half a million votes. What is better, pancakes or waffles and why? Pancakes because, because. It's just pancakes. The crispy edges. You don't got to be dealing with all them fucking nooks and crannies with a waffle. I mean, I enjoy a waffle, whatever. But nine times out of ten, if I'm a cooking a real breakfast, I'm making pancakes. Okay. Ugh, okay. Because they're just beautiful. Um, and you don't need nothing but a pan and some butter and your pancake mixture. With a waffle, you got to have a waffle iron. You got to do all that shit. Mm-mm. Pancakes. Okay. All right. Drees, team waffles or team pancakes? Look here. Waffles ain't nothing but your bougie cousin. Like, nobody don't care because you went to college. You think you special? That's not, you know, that's like, you like, you made out the same stuff. That sounds very personal. personal. But that is true. It is made out of the same stuff. I was like, you made out the same stuff. (laughs) But you you act like you all different. Like you're (laughs) special. Okay, okay, I'm gonna tell y'all a little hack. If you have some cinnamon roll mix, you can put that in a waffle iron and you get like a crispy cinnamon roll kind of situation. Wow, that sounds delicious. Now that's a good purpose. And it's not as messy. You know with the waffle iron, the batter come out and all that. You don't gotta worry about that if you put some cinnamon roll stuff in there. That's some good stuff. So, so culinary tips from T. Petty from your yeah. friends here at the Digital Gumbo Podcast. I and also agree. advice how to talk to your bougie cousin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm Team Pancakes. I'm I'm with y'all on that. Yeah, That's it's right. just yeah, yeah. Definitely uh pancakes. Okay. Um Drees. No, is it Drees or T. Petty? It's Drees. I went first. Drees. With the pancakes. Okay. Drees, you have a choice between pizza or Steve. Ooh, I got to go with Steve. That sounds intriguing. Pizza or Steve? Steve. S-T-E-V-E. Steve. Yeah, Steve, like a person. Yes. Yeah, I go with Steve. Okay. Jaleel White 
who played Steve Urkel on Family Matters, has come out and endorsed a strain of marijuana. The name of the weed is called Purple Urkel. Assess this. I think this is brilliant. Like <laughs> Purple Urkel been out there for a minute now, right? And that man, like he made Urkel, right? And I think it's it's brilliant for him to kind of take advantage of it. I hope he's getting paid for it. I don't know how he's doing the trademark because uh, I don't know if ABC on Urkel or whatever. They they probably want a piece of that. But I, I think this is perfect. So I ain't even mad at him. And you can, man, you can do so much stuff with that, you know, from Stefan to like Urkel and Purple Urkel. I, I, I love it. Okay. Okay. T. Petty, Purple Urkel. Um, Jaleel White's eyes, I don't know if you could tell if he's high or not, but he's <laughs> he's endorsing a strain of weed, uh, Purple Urkel. I mean, good for him. There's no reason why white people should be making all the money now that weed has been legalized. So make your money, Jaleel. And the name of the strain is perfect. Everybody associates Urkel with him. So I hope he makes all the money. Good for him. Okay, that's what's up. Jimi Hendrix wrote Purple Haze. Jaleel White got Purple Urkel. That's what's up. Okay, T. Petty, you have a choice between pizza or court. C-O-U-R-T. Well, you know, I'm always one assault away from going to court, so I'm going to go with pizza. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Some, nutrition, some nutritionists came out about two or three weeks ago and said that a slice of pizza is generally more nutritious than the large majority of sugary cereals. Oh, yeah. I've been on that. Yeah, pizza is a good breakfast food. You can go ahead and uh, have that. Okay. I don't discriminate. Pizza is good at any time of day, especially if you can warm it up in like an air fryer so the, the bottom stays crisp. Mm -hmm. I mean, pizza is undefeated. Okay, that's what's up. I like that. All right, Dries, pizza is more nutritious than... Breakfast cereal, sugary breakfast cereals. Assess this. Yeah, I've been on this because I got a six-year-old. And yes, he <laughs> eat pizza for breakfast. If I got a choice between pizza and sugary cereal, oh, he getting the pizza. Because if you get the sugary cereal, he's going to be bouncing off the wall. He get the pizza, you got a little bit of tomato sauce in there. You got a little bit of protein with the meat. You know, even if you got some like veggies on there, you get the veggies in there as well. So I'm all for pizza in the morning. Okay. That's also, we just talked about a story with some cereal a few weeks ago, and I bet it's definitely more healthy mm. than the pe the cereal that had the damn shrimp tails, burnt pieces of rubber, yeah. and whatever the fuck else was in that damn cereal. So yeah, cereal is dangerous. Pizza for the win. <laughs> All right, Drees, we got, uh, let's see here. Now we got court, or we have, I'm trying to see how I can say this, uh, puff. Court or puff? A puff like a P-U-F-F? P-U-F-F like, like a puff of a whatever. Okay, puff. Okay, I'm going to go with um, court. Court. I'm familiar with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Florida Supreme Court has all but killed a measure for recreational marijuana in the Sunshine State. Drees, you can do just about anything damn else, including unleash mosquitoes, on unsuspecting residents in Florida, but the Florida Supreme Court said you can't smoke recreational weed. 
Yeah, I, you know, I, I, you know, I, I don't get this, and I get this right. You know, I don't get it in a sense that you know that state where like they got a bunch of sunshine, they can be growing marijuana, it can be helping the economy. So I don't get it from that standpoint, but I get it that they are very draconian in their measures of how they want to punish people. And um, so I see why that they are still kind of holding on to the last little bit of we can use this this marijuana to kind of put people under the jail for. So I, I, I get it and I don't get it. Okay. T. Petty, do they really need um, a law to smoke recreational marijuana to the extent that I'm sure that they do in Florida? Have you been to Florida? They smoking more than some goddamn weed down there. Weed is the least of their concerns. And listen, regulating weed is just another way to criminalize black people. Like, who gives a damn? It's weed. What you gonna do after you smoke a bunch of weed? It's not like you can go out and commit a violent crime. Mm. Unless it's maybe sticking up the 7-Eleven for some Doritos or something. That's about it. You gonna smoke a lot of weed. You gonna lay around, talk shit, and eat snacks. I don't see what the problem is. Hear that? Florida's full of fuck shit. Mm. I swear. And this is just the latest in their continued attempts to be the worst. Mm. The worst, what is that? State. Yeah, and that, <laughs> that can be the state country. that's like, that could be the number one grower of weed in the country. They probably are. They probably are. Yeah, you're right. That's that's interesting. Um, yeah, I'm Nookie Bishop Jr. And I'm just going to put a Bible verse on this. Genesis 1.12. I have given you all the seed-pairing plants and herbs to use. <laughs> That'll be that on that. Okay, who's up? Wait just a minute. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Did you really just quote the Bible to justify? I, you know what? I didn't justify anything. You ain't never quoted the Bible in the <laughs> six years I know your ass. And all of a sudden, we talking about weed and you want to quote some damn Genesis. I have not justified <laughs> anything. Sir, I go to hell. Quoted, I quoted a verse. <laughs> you could use him to make a backpack or a hoodie. They also use him to make <laughs> yeah, They I'm also use him. They also wrote. They also use hemp to make concrete. So it's just not for smoking. I'm, I'm telling, just saying. I'm telling my mama. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Dries, you said you wanted to stay out of court. So T. Petty, you're up. So you have puff or purple? I mean, I just did a prince ride on the bike that goes nowhere this week. So I'm gonna go with purple. Okay. Wait, okay. wait, that, that, that bike, do they be drinking on that bike? If you actually doing it right, you don't want to do shit on that bike except remember how to get breathe. Get on and get off. And drink water. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no stunting like anybody. Yeah, you can't yeah. mess around on that thing. It's yeah. serious. Get into accident. That's home accidents. <laughs> it's the number one killer of uh, people in America and around the world. Mm, don't, no. <laughs> don't do that's, it. That's not for play. Okay, purple. Um, Apple came out last. Oh, I said their name. Damn it. I need my money. Um, <laughs> pay me. Pay me. The Red Fruit Electronics Company came out last week saying that they're going to have a $1,200 purple um, letter after H, but before J phone. A purple phone. Is this an innovation or is people just getting tricked out their money? Apple ain't tricking. Um, damn. I said damn. it too. Shit. It's so, it's so contagious. <laughs> They're not tricking anybody. They're upfront about what they're doing, but they have built such a cult around their products 
that people just gonna go out and buy it, even though they don't need a new damn phone. They definitely don't need a purple phone, but people gonna get it just to be able to say they got the newest and the greatest from that particular technology company. So am I mad at them? No, because they're not getting my, what? How much is it, $900, $1,200? I think it's, it starts at 1,200 and then it goes yeah. up to 1,500 depending on the memory, so yeah. The fuck, absolutely not. It won't be me, but no. hey, go ahead and get their money from the people that are willing to depart with $1,200 or 1500 whatever it is. There it is. Drees, you could go and get you some purple Urkel, and then you can go and get you a purple uh, after H, but before J phone. <laughs> you know, okay, so I see this a bit different, man. I actually see it as the beginning of the end of um, that behemoth company when it comes to, like, innovation. Because one of the things that company had going for it, right, was it was like super innovative and it was just a leader of the pack. But when you start putting out stuff like that, like the distinguishing feature is the color, that tell me right there that you running out of ideas. That like you 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 starting to grow stagnant and then the the you the marketing department, the sales department is starting to like lead the company where they want to go versus like the innovation piece and kind of being ahead of it. So I, so this, I, I think this spells like, this is bad, bad news. Mm, mm, mm. Um, whenever it come out, people is going to be lined up. The pre-orders is going to be off the, off the chart. And they've been showing the little commercials with smoke. Maybe they, somebody was smoking some purple articles. Like, <sighs> but, but no, think, think about this. If, if you're a company and you have to spend billion dollars in like uh, research and development and to come out with new innovative products, right? And it's a cost to that. Or you can just say like, let's change the color on this thing and you make billions of dollars off of it. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna put money into research and development. It's like, let's, let's, let's go through all the colors <laughs> until, <laughs> until they stop buying it and then we'll get back to the research and development stuff. It's just bad news. One of two things happen. Either the people that's putting the proposal goes like, we gotta get this shit tomorrow, man. Shit, tell them, tell them to make the iPhone purple. It's gonna be that game no, or some, or somebody on the board of directors was like, you know, we need, we need a purple iPhone. We ain't got that right. Yeah, we about to make money. We on fourth quarter. We gonna take over. Yeah, yep. purple iPhone, baby. <laughs> That's that's why I said, and that's exactly how that happened. That's why it spells trouble, mm -hmm. trouble, trouble. Mm. Okay, who's up? I have totally. Oh, I am. I am. Okay, T. Petty, you have the choice between puff and let's see here, wedding. What is with you and all these weed references? Well, you know, if you take puff, I can tell you the story. Is it may or may not be about weed? I mean, it's probably not, but I feel like. You know, it could be construed that way. Oh, okay, okay. Um, well, you know, um, I mean, I'll go with Puff because that other choice. Mm -mm. So Puff, it is. Puff. President Joe Biden today said that he would move forward to produce legislation to ban the sale of menthol cigarettes in America. Will this? legislation ever see the light of day? Of course not. All those uh, senators who are beholden to the tobacco industry, no. 
but should it? I mean, so y'all know how I feel about cigarette smoking. Ugh. If y'all smoke, y'all can whatever. That shit's fucking disgusting. It smells like a bag of ass. It costs too much money. It turns your lips black, your nails black. I don't know why y'all fucking deal with that anyway. But I mean, plenty of us love those damn menthol cigarettes. So, I mean, people can make their own choices. Government doesn't need to be stepping in and regulating and banning every damn thing. But I... I do want to say that, like, I don't care, but eventually they're going to get to some shit that I do care about. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to say that I am against this only because it, I mean, where is it going to lead? But fucking cigarettes are nasty. Y'all don't need to be doing that shit. Yeah. Um, Dries, you know, it's going to be some senator on the floor, some kind of, listen, if they ban menthol cigarettes today, what's next? By the way, Newports are the number one selling menthol cigarette of all time. What and, do with that? <laughs> and Newports are named after the city of Newport, Rhode Island. Drees. I also knew that. Oh, okay. I, didn't, I mean, I, if you black, everybody knows the black man's cigarette has been Newports forever. Ever, I mean, since they took over from Cools in the 70s. I was going to say, I was like, cool, you know, the cool delegation has something to say with that. Salem's, uh, Virginia Slims for the ladies. But yeah, Newports are the number one. Drees, they trying to ban menthol cigarettes out in these streets. Hey, look here. Now, I, okay, I do not know if this is true, but I feel it is true in my soul. I, I, I bet the tobacco companies came up with menthol cigarettes just for black people. Like I think they it was did. probably. I mean, yeah, right? Y'all know was, any white people to smoke Newport? Exactly. Right. Except so, the ones that hang around the us hood, all the time. Exactly. Hood. <laughs> hood. Yes, yes. And then you know, and then all all the brands started following suit, where every brand kind of makes a menthol version, right? And um, so I see why kind of Joe Biden is moving a band menthol, right? Like it was, it was a product put inside another bad product to aim it directly targeted market at black people. So I see why he would like ban that, right? Because it, because of the history of it. But you right, you right T-Pad in though, it's gonna be hard to ban menthol cigarettes cause it's one cigarettes are addictive. And if you targeted menthol cigarettes towards black people, guess what? A lot of black people are addicted to menthol cigarettes. They so it's gonna be hard to ban that. They, I mean, even if they did, people gonna find a way to get what they want. Like the prices of a pack of cigarettes is up to what? Five thousand dollars. Five, six, seven, eight dollars a pack. Eight dollars. I don't. I don't, know. I don't know because smoking is disgusting. But it's expensive as hell, and that has not stopped people from smoking. The fact yeah. that it can fucking burn a hole in your throat, give you lung cancer, give your kids cancer, have you smelling like an ashtray. None of that stops people from smoking cigarettes because it's addictive. So they can ban it if they want to, but people won't stop smoking it. Yeah, and you know, cigarettes, because like it's it's tobacco smoke, but it's also all the stuff they put in the tobacco too, right? Right, the additives. You know, additives, and, and that's what menthol is, right? It's just an additive. Like you took tobacco and you added something to it. That you know is harmful, so I, I, you know, some harmful stuff you got to just ban. It's like that should not be in there, but because people are addicted to it now, it's gonna be an issue. Well, guess we won't get no sponsorships from Newport. No, well, or cool. Fuck y'all too. Cool or Salem's. <laughs> cool Virginia Slims. 
Now, Marlboros. My grandmother smoked Virginia Slims. Those are long cigarettes. Oh, so I learned in a class once that they made those cigarettes long because it was supposed to emulate a penis. What? If you ever ran across a penis that long and skinny, you need to just cut it off because it's useless any damn way. I said emulate. I didn't say emulate. Emulate my what penis does that emulate? It's, 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 it's like uh, the language of cigarettes, right? We learned this is like uh, if it's like pointed up, like you're getting ready to do the do, and if you're smoking it straight, it's just like almost about to do the do, and then if it's dangling, then the do is done. <laughs> wow, yeah, you would never do you know how advertising okay. class, yeah, I, I don't that's horrible. Yeah, well, you so, learned that in school. I mean, Joe Camel's, <laughs> Joe Camel's face was a penis. Uh, that's uh, wait, I, I, I will, never I will seen, say, I won't venture to say I've seen more penises than y'all. I ain't never seen a penis that looked like that. Well, they couldn't make it a penis, penis, but it was a penis, it was phallic, it was, it was phallic, yes, it was phallic like. I mean, wow. I mean, why would a phallus make you want to smoke cigarettes? It, it makes you think like you're a manly man, right? There's like a strong man, like in the leg of the camel, smoking the camel. It's so like all the tricks in your mouth makes you feel manly. Stick, dick, it all rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> Three non-smokers discuss cigarettes on the next episode of and the phalluses. And, and phalluses. <laughs> um, the law of unintended consequences, right? People are gonna start to hoard these damn cigarettes. Newport specifically, like they hoarding these ketchup packets, and then it's gonna go up to like a thousand dollars a damn carton, and people gonna start robbing all the gas stations. Well, to wait get a minute. Yeah. So how? Yeah. So tobacco goes stale, right? So what is the shelf life of tobacco? What, I mean, with all the additives and stuff in it, it lasts a long knows? time, right? They're adding all kind of stuff in it, so you you, you know it's it's almost not tobacco anymore, right? Probably. It's like it's almost something else. And then um, menthol, I think menthol was added to the to make it easier to smoke. So it's like it would irritate you less or, you know, it would just like make it easier to inhale the smoke and just the pleasure of it. So mm. that's that's why menthol exists to make the make smoking easier. It's going to be some dark days on the streets if this fucking goes through because people is going to lose their goddamn minds. It is it's not going crazy. through. It's not going through. Y'all know it ain't. Gotcha. All right, Drees, you're up. You have a choice between what do you have? We have a you have a choice between um uh wedding or answer. I'm gonna go with wedding. Wedding. All right, y'all gotta listen up on this one. This shit is crazy. A couple was house hunting in T Petty, your favorite state, Florida. They toured a mansion during an open house. They fell in love with the house and they decided to have their wedding reception and um, a brunch there the day after. Wedding, wedding reception, and a brunch the day after. They invited all their friends and family, got the invitations printed up. The Saturday, the day of the wedding came. The people came to set up, you know, all the tents and chairs and everything. There was only one problem. The couple never purchased the house. It was a mansion, and the man who owned the mansion that put the house up for sale lived on a sort of like an in-law apartment or in-law house on the grounds of this huge compound. He told the caterers, I don't know what's up, but you got to get out of here. Lo and behold, here comes skipping in the bride and the groom. They told the man that owned the house 
that God told them that this is where they were supposed to have a wedding. <laughs> like, I don't give two shits. <laughs> Nobody got shot, but they had to get, they got escorted off the property and they hundred and some odd people that they invited to this wedding at this man's house um, did not go off and there was a hitch. Uh, Drees. This, this, <laughs> all right, let, let, Water's I'm, Paradise. I'm, I don't know what is this. I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around this story. So they just saw a house that they like, a compound, say, big a compound. And it was like yeah. that's what we want to get married. Yeah. But they didn't ask nobody permission. No, they didn't do it. They thought they was gonna pull <laughs> off an entire wedding without nobody saying nothing or nobody yes. realizing it. Correct. You know, that's not the first time they did that. That's not the first time they did that. Cause you you don't that that idea don't come to you just out of thin air. They probably did that lots of times. I I bet you they I bet you they um you know go to hotels and just go straight into the room. They find an open room <laughs> and just like oh let's, let's stay here. <laughs> this is our room now. You know I, I yeah that's that's wild. That is wild. <laughs> T Petty, who does this? Somebody want to get their ass whooped. That's who. And then you notice how somebody do some fuck shit and then they always want to put God in the middle of it. Now, you know, all good time. and damn well, God did not tell you to do that at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. So they deserve whatever they get for fucking trespasses on whoever this man's property was. And then had the audacity to be like, we're here. And so what? Who mm-hmm. these people crazy. People that lost their Can you imagine them. coming home and somebody and set up a whole damn wedding on your gazebo and you got some random Negroes roaming around your property? Thank Who God made God this potato it. salad? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God the man was there and that they didn't get set up because who's to say if this man ain't got a gun and it would have been turned out real bad? You know, he just come home, he going to, you know, the, the grocery shopping on Saturday and the people... It was like 14 bedrooms and so many baths that some of the people that was invited to the wedding, the family was going to stay in the bedrooms at the house. Wow. Shit. Wow. Yeah, they was asking for it and uh, they should have got it. Did they get arrested for trespassing? Did did anybody go to jail? Anybody get their ass whooped? Technically, they didn't trespass. Um, The guy seemed to be very nice about it in his interviews that I read. Mm -hmm. He just was like, you know, they not. Um, allow here. They didn't purchase the house. They're not friends of mine. They just had to go. But thank God they didn't get that set up. Because you set foot and then she probably come with her makeup bag. He trying to get his hair cut all up in, you know, one of the rooms and then it's going to be some problems. And then they would have firebombed the house or something. <laughs> not firebombed. Damn. Oh, you look, hey, they got them SWAT teams now. They don't even really bullshit. They're not going to go door to door asking nicely <laughs> for you to get the fuck out there and be like, Torch it, Benny. <laughs> you know, the, Benny. the only other thing I could think how this could happen is if you get just a really bad or shisty wedding planner and it's like, oh, I'm going to take care of it. I got you. I got the menu. I got everything. I got everything. <laughs> you yeah, Go ahead and give me the money. Go ahead and give me the money. And I'll make sure we take care of it. And if somebody just take your money. I could understand that. Like you just had a shisty wedding planner who didn't do what they want needed to do, or they might have took the money and, and left, and you kind of left holding the bag when you show up for your wedding, and you can't even get on the property. Mm-hmm. Now that happened, but it sounded mm-hmm. like they was it was something else going on there. T. Petty, you spot on talking about they blame God. They asked the devil about his comments on the story. He said, "I ain't got shit to do with that." <laughs> 
uh, and if they ask God, he will say the same thing, minus the profanity, because black Jesus does not cuss. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, Tim Petty, let's see. You have a choice between answer and park, P-A-R-K. Um, I'll go with answer. Answer. Your prayers have been answered. LeVar Burton is amongst the new guest hosts that will have two-week runs or so on Jeopardy. Also joining the guest host uh, racket will be, we talked about this, Joe Buck from NFL on Fox, Katie Couric, Dr. Oz, uh, Robin Roberts from ABC News, formerly ESPN, Anderson Cooper, Bill Whitaker, also known as the Black Man from 60 Minutes, Dr. Sanjay <laughs> Gupta, and George Stephanopoulos. Um, are they really just putting all these people out there because they know that LeVar is going to get this? Okay. They don't need to have any further guests after LeVar is on. LeVar is the damn host. Quit playing these ball-headed ass games. Give the host key over to LeVar and let's just get this cracking. Now they can have Robin Roberts though, because that's my girl. Um, so she can guest host for a little two-week stint. And then LeVar can just come over and, and come on and just take it over from there. And just we don't need any down. more guests. We don't need no more, especially them. Dr. Oz, he's a fucking quack. <laughs> like, why are you? He's fucking psycho. Why would you have him hosting Jeopardy and he don't even believe in damn science and facts? I agree with that. Dr. Oz is a quack. Mm-hmm. He crazy as hell. And so is, uh, what's his name? It's somebody else in that list I don't like. Sanjay Gupta? I mean, he all right. I like Sanjay. Anderson. Oh. I like Sanjay. oh, no, I like Anderson. Oh, okay, okay. But anyway, uh, Katie, Katie Couric, Joe Buck, I, I don't care for this commentary at all. We don't need any of that. Yeah. George Stephanopoulos. I mean, you know how I feel about these Sunday political shows. They suck. They need to let me interview these people. We're getting off topic. The point is Robin Roberts for her two weeks and then turn it over to LeVar and let's just move on. Gotcha. Next. Gotcha. Drees, uh, all these people and LeVar Burton. You know, I... I I was rooting for LeVar Burton. I, you know, I, I still root for him, but my kind of thought changed on it this week. I'm going to tell you why. So this week, I found out Uh-oh. that Alex Trebek only filmed for 46 days out the year, and they paid him $10 million. And I was like, I want that job. I want to host Jeopardy. He worked 46 days out the year and made $10 million. That's amazing. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, what does that equate out to? 46. Oh, Alex earned his money. Money. Dude. No, no, I, I'm not saying anything bad about Alex. But I'm saying just that is a job. dream job. Like 46 days a year. He was he was fabulous at it. He deserved every penny. But I'm talking about like that's a job. I, I want to work 46 days a year and give me $10 million. Okay, all right. That's not the job I want. I want that job. Okay, we're going to put you on the spot right now. You want this job? Here go your Jeopardy audition, okay? All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Everybody, (laughs) and applause. Three, two, one. This is Jeopardy. And an underwater welder from Texarkana, Arkansas, David Johnson, whose two-day winnings are $64,644. And now here's the host of Jeopardy, 
Idris Elbow. What's up, good people? This your boy Idris Elbow, and I'm about to read some questions. And well, I'm gonna read some answers, and then people gonna answer it with questions. I think that's right. But anyway, <laughs> let's get started. <laughs> What the hell kind of hood Jeopardy is this? But all right. That's, that's how I would do it. I would be myself because you can't be Alex Trebek. Mm. You just got to be yourself. That's why I like LeVar Burton because I think LeVar, LeVar Burton, he embodies like knowledge and just learning. And I think he would be perfect for it. All jokes aside, LeVar Burton would be perfect for it. I'll take Newports for 5,000, uh, Idris. Okay. Um, Dries, you have the choice between... Let's see here. Park or flap? F-L-A-P. All right, I'm going to go with flap because that can be a lot of stuff. Flap. A home in Torrance, California had to be abandoned by its owners after more than 800 birds flew down their chimney and literally took over the damn house from the inside out. What would you do if that happened to you? Okay, first of all, it's not the birds that's the problem. It's the bird poop. Because if 800 birds come in your house, it's going to be bird poop everywhere. And I don't, I, you know, the only way I've dealt with bird poop is you run your car through the car wash. You take it to the car wash. But I, I don't know what the solution is for bird poop inside the house. I don't know if you got cleaners that could clean that up. Mm, mm, mm. T. Petty, we know how you feel about these birds. The people didn't do nothing wrong. They wasn't interacting with nature. The birds, <laughs> we talked about that owl, right? That's just one owl, but the owl, they came and got the owl. 800 birds, just blackbirds, just flew down the chimney and just took over the house. Like they filmed Bruh. the house from the outside and the birds was looking at the camera and like, what you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So we talked about this. Well, we initially saw this story earlier today in our group, our group text, right? Mm -hmm. And <laughs> <laughs> I immediately started thinking about the movie, The Birds. Like, you just got to burn that damn house down. You would never, like you said, Idris, think about what happens when bird shit dries on stuff. It gets oh. hard and crusty. It's hard to get it off. Yeah. And I'm just thinking about, like, how would you get that off of the, like, the fabric of your furniture? Like, just and, burn the damn, I mean, do you put it in insurance claim? Who has toxins in it? So right. Like, how do you even yet. explain this? Mm -mm. So they came down. I want to know, like, the lead bird. Yeah, the, insur the insurance company be like, just burn your house down. We'll pay you yeah, for it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what like, kind of claim do you put in? How do you get the birds out? Like, you open a door. Are they going to come out? Are they going to go back up the chimney? The lead bird? Like, why did you go down this particular chimney? And then all the other birds followed him. Eight hundred birds like bird not only am i burning that house down i'm leaving that whole damn neighborhood i don't want nothing to do with it you know what you could do is um put some gates around it and call it Birdland and charge people like twenty dollars to get in <laughs> just burn it down you can't recover from that 
Okay, T. Petty, you have the choice between, let's see here, Park or Cap. Cap, I guess. Cap, Anthony Mackey, who played previously the Black Falcon, has been green-lighted to play Captain America and Captain America 4. Okay. I mean, I don't care about, what is that, Marvel? That's Marvel, right? Marvel, yeah. Yeah, I don't care about any of that except Black Panther. Okay. So, I mean, congrats, Anthony. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Dries, you and I have been watching um, Panther and the Black Falcon on Saturday mornings for the last six weeks. Sorry that it's off, but Anthony Mackie will be the new Captain America. You know, I, I watched this series, and right, and I, I think it did hit the right tones when it came to like, like, uh, the cultural context right now of like what's happening in America, right? Like it's this tension between like what America feels like it is and should be and what it stands for. And then what it, what it actually really is right now. And that's raggedy. It's feeling pretty raggedy right now. Mm. And uh, I think the series captured the nuance of that. And then this question around, you know, can there be a black Captain America? And the 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 kind of tension in that, right? It's like, can that exist? Should it exist? And 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 can this be? So um I'm I'm interested to see where it goes to in the movie. I think they did good in the TV series because you can explore it, but I don't know about the movie. I don't know if you are gonna be able to get that nuance, that cultural nuance there. Gotcha. T. Petty, a movie comes out about your life. Which actress plays you? Who? Which actress plays you? Angela Bassett. Okay. Idris, a movie comes out about your life. Who plays you? Sam Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did it, and I hope they burn yeah. in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was going to throw it out there. I want uh, an accomplished thespian, uh, maybe somebody like Forrest Whitaker, something like that. And and while we're on the subject of uh, actors, I want to give a couple props to a couple of my favorite uh, actors. First and foremost, I saw her at the Oscars. I didn't watch too much of the Oscars, but let's give our flowers while she's still here to Rita Moreno. Okay, this is yeah. my girl. Okay. The, an EGOT. That means you won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. She did that back in 1972. She's the reason why they have the damn EGOT. So everything she did, and then Hey You Guys with the electric company, for which she won, I believe, a, a Grammy, um, and everything she did with West Side Story, when a lot of actors of color, and specifically uh, our Spanish brothers and sisters, she's Puerto Rican, really wasn't getting on with that. And just everything she's done with Oz and, you know, uh, all these TV series. Let's give her her props. And then one of my favorite actors who I don't think really gets his flowers is Giancarlo Esposito. From Bugging Out and School Days to what he's doing right now with Godfather of Harlem. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and anything, right. everything yeah. he does. He plays all ethnicities, all races, all styles. You want street, you want hood, you want gangster. Y'all remember that movie Fresh? He did that. I mean, this guy is everything. So let's uh, give uh, some props and shouts uh, to them while they're still alive and they they still doing their thing. 
Okay. Good job. Um, good job. Agreed. Appreciate that. Applause. Absolutely. Applause. Yes. Yes. Um, let's see here. We only got one more story to Petty, and this is going to be right up your alley. Um, Park, you ready? No, but all right. Okay. A man who was in a South African park who was suspected of rhino poaching was trampled to death by a herd of elephants. <laughs> oh, well, that's what your ass get. Betty won't do that again. <laughs> Next. Drees, the man got trampled by a herd of elephants while trying to do some harm, allegedly, to a rhinoceros. Why you say Hey, look, look. You know that's look, what he was doing. Hey, look, elephants are smart. There wasn't no accident that some elephants <laughs> trampled you. They, they wanted to trample you. Like, we about to trample this joker right here. They had so they, they, they rhinos boys back. Yeah, exactly. Because if he out there poaching rhinos, guess what? He probably poached some... Um, some some elephants too, and they know it, and it's like, all right, he gots to go. He yep. gots to go. Hmm. So what I learned about the rhinoceros's horn is two things this week. So a rhinoceros's horn is nothing more than hardened hair. And because the rhino doesn't have arms, it uses the um, hardened hair. You know, sometimes that's in the shape of uh, uh, a spear or, you know, a, a tip to, you know, protect itself. That's one. Two, the reason why these poachers is out here trying to kill the rhinoceroses or rhinoceri, I don't know what the plural is, but um, people take the rhinoceros horn and shave it down. They drink either rhinoceros horn tea or they, or they put it in soup and eat the soup because it, they think it makes their penis more virile. That's the most stupid thing um, I've ever heard in my I've life. I've actually heard that. I've heard that before. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, he won't be killing or harming no more rhinoceroses and um, them elephants is going to remember. So let that be uh, a lesson to y'all that might uh, try and poach up uh, on these rhinoceroses in these parks. That's what's up. Um, so y'all, uh, again, uh, on the last episode, we talked about this. And unfortunately, we had some sad news from the world of hip hop. Uh, one week, um, you know, gave a get well, get well wishes to Black Rob, who ultimately uh, passed away, bad boy artist, and um, we want to say rest in peace to him. And also, unexpectedly, Shock G, a.k.a. Humpty Hump, a.k.a. Piano Man, a.k.a. MC Blowfish from Digital Underground also passed away. So it's been a tough, tough uh, first four months for uh, hip-hop. DMX, Humpty Hump, uh, Black Rob, and also Prince Marky D. So, um, you know, those are the guys that uh, put the music out uh, when we were coming up and, and still you know, had hits uh, there, here and there. So, T. Petty, just your thoughts on, you know, these uh, hip-hop heroes sort of passing away relatively quickly. I mean, it's a tragedy. Um, a, of course, well, not A, but of course what comes to us not having a pers personal relationships with these men is that, you know, the loss of talent um, that comes about as a result of their death. But the fact that these men are dying so young like these are our contemporaries. So they're in their late forties, early fifties. Yes. And the fact that um, we're losing these men, I mean, obviously these are celebrities, so it's super visible, visible, but within our communities, we lose our people in general, but our men much too soon. Like nobody should be 
dropping dead of heart attacks and having all these chronic and severe health issues in their 40s and 50s is really a crisis and is is sad um, for these men's families and those who love them um, because they're of course experiencing a much larger loss than than just the loss of their talent that we appreciate as fans but just the loss of them as you know as men as sons fathers husbands it's um it's a tragedy yeah. it's really just sad yeah absolutely Dries, you know um uh digital underground man that was one of the hottest albums that came out in the early 90s i know yeah. that you was somewhere in college with your bras out there doing the humpty dance and whatnot man man shock g uh, Black Rob, again, Prince Marky D and uh, DMX, all passing away in the first four months, man, of 2021. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a lot. And, it's, you know, it's just been hard to hear. Um, you know, one thing that you, you hold on to, right, it's like you do have their art that kind of lives lives on, right? And, it, it, you know, and it not only kind of impacts our generation, but as new generations kind of find that music too. Um, it it kind of their legacy lives on and moves on, so it's a, it's a kind of bright side to that. But I'm with with T Petty on this one too. Like they were far too young, right, for these kind of chronic, you know, illnesses and whatnot. Um, and then the other thing is like their celebrity, or you know, didn't protect them. Their you know their their you know fleeting wealth didn't protect them, right? So it's something else there that we have to kind of think about and consider um, when it comes to like, you know, just black men and our health. So it's, 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 it's something to be taken serious and hopefully we can learn something from this, but also kind of, you know, em, embrace their genius as well and what they offer to the world. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so in thinking about Shaq G, right, I'm going to tell you a funny story. I think that this has been out there and there's been an episode um, of UNTV Raps on this. So UNTV Raps decided to get a crew together, a uh, camera crew, and they went out to Oakland to film an episode of UNTV Raps. So the theme of the episode was looking for Humpty Hump. So the crew arrives in Oakland and they meet with Shock G and Tupac and Money B and all the guys from the Digital Underground, right? So they're going from place to place to place all over Oakland. So the director finally comes up and he approaches Shock G and he said, okay, we need to wrap this up. We about to go over our production costs. He was like, where is Humpty Hump? The director from Yo! MTV Raps didn't Did know, know. <laughs> that Humpty Hump was a character that Shock G played. Oh, oh my God. So then, they had to do the, then they had to do the mirrored screen, you know, where like they back into each other and they turn around and then he played Humpty Hump on one side and he played um, uh, himself, Shock G, on the other side. The people wow. from Yo! Raps That's did not know that... What the hell? Are you really? Oh my god! I'm dead ass here. If you YouTube that, like Humpty Hump meets Shock G, UMTV raps the whole episode to come up. It was great. They did not know, so they had to save face. They just spent all the MTV's money looking for Humpty Hump, and they thought, we got to do something again. So they put that on the fly, and they met him, and he had the nose on, and oh my god! So that is a funny ass story. So what um, in the hell? He'll don't be sending wow. people to our communities that don't know us. That's <laughs> yes. the moral of the damn yep. story. Get your ass out of here. They didn't, uh, they didn't know what they was doing. Um, T. Petty, give me one of these. A shout out, a final thought, or a prediction. 
All right, I'm gonna give you a final thought because I forgot to talk about when we was talking about them damn birds. Oh, I'm sorry. Nature. Yes, yes, ma'am. Now listen. 2021 is a year of the 17-year brood X cicadas. Yes. So those of oh, us on yeah. the East Coast, the Midwest, down south, I don't think it really happens out west. But cicadas by the billions. Billion with a B. Billions with a B. Mm. B as in bullshit. <laughs> they are about to make their appearance. Uh, the ground, when it reaches 64 degrees, they will be hatching. So, you know, out oh, here. Like, like now? <laughs> I mean, soon, because we done had a couple of 80 degree days. Today was 90 out mm. here. So mm. they will be coming. So your girl is going to be in her place, windows and doors sealed tight, air on. I will not be going outside. So don't ask me to do shit because... While cicadas don't sting you, they don't bite you, they're just loud and they're big and they're disgusting looking with them big ass red bubble eyes. So, and they don't you, care where they land, they do not care. My daughter mm. damn near killed herself the last time they came out oh, running from them. <laughs> like, oh, she no. almost she ran in front of a damn bus. Oh no, so um, y'all take it easy, you know, just be prepared. They're going to be coming out soon. So, you know, that sound we hear in the summertime, the little cicadas, is going to be multiplied times billions. So be prepared, <laughs> get your snacks ready, get your drizzly orders together, have everything in your house because you're going to have to hunker down. It only lasts for a couple of weeks, but it's a nasty two weeks. Maybe we can get them 800 blackbirds from Torrance to just do a tour around the country <laughs> and eat these cicadas. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed because they're nasty. Oh, my goodness. Drees, give me one prediction, one final thought, or one shout out. All right, I'm going to give you a prediction, which I'm doubling down on this one. So, so that one company that is um, uh, a piece of fruit and that makes the phone with the letter in front of it, they're going to go through all 64 colors in the crayon box. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to get their $1,500 for each one. <laughs> and for, for each one. So, so be on the lookout for all 64 colors of the, of the crayon box. That's going to be coming out. I think uh, the shout outs that we gave to uh, Rita Moreno and also Giancarlo Esposito will serve as my um, shout outs. And, um, you know, my message always is, look, we getting through this with the vaccines and the whole nine yards, but just continue to stay masked up. Um, you know, they got a lot of reports of people going and getting the first shot, but not following up and getting the second shot. Like, what good is that? So, you know, ridiculous. We to, yes. Americans to, will fuck up anything. They'll fuck up a wet, a wet dream. I promise. Mm. So yeah, we gotta be vigilant. If you get the first, take the second. Take the you second. know that the you know that the baby powder shot where you could only get the one that's off the table now. So <laughs> no, it's not. It's back. Well, it's, it's it back. Is, it is yeah. back. But you know, people's like you know eh. they shouldn't. <laughs> like I said, women have been taking birth control for sixty years and experiencing blood clots in much higher rates. So y'all take this damn vaccine and quit being babies. It's mm -hmm. fine. Yep, so the, the sooner we can get back, we see, you know, some of the sporting venues are opening up and that's the least of our concerns is that, you know, everybody's well within their family and their units and their pods and whatever. So we can sort of get back uh, to what we're doing. So, hey, listen, this has been episode 42, y'all, 42 of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Thanks so much for riding with us. Remember, we're available on 
Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and did you know we're on something called Stitcher? S T I. T-C-H-E-R. I checked out the stats and a lot of people are downloading us on Stitcher. So we appreciate that. And we're on every single positive, um, every pod uh, platform, if I could say, why do I always stumble on words at the end of the podcast? I don't know. Maybe your tongue is tired. (laughs) We're available (laughs) (laughs) available on all platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review today. Download, subscribe, rate, and review today. We're on social media at the Digital Gumbo, and I'm on at Nookie Bishop Jr. We're on IG, IGTV, and Twitter. And don't forget to check out our YouTube page. If you miss anything here, you can maybe get a slice of uh, some funny bits. We had some funny ones um, from the last uh, episode that's on there. And, um, you know, we'll continue to uh, you know put the podcast out as well. So download, subscribe, rate, and review today. Download, subscribe, rate, and review today. You can also give us feedback, thedigitalgumbo at gmail.com or Nookie Bishop Jr. at gmail.com. So we appreciate you riding with us. We'll have uh, this episode's all wrapped up, but a new episode will be coming next week. So you guys good? I'm good. Good. Y'all be all safe right. out there. All right. Peace. Bye, y'all.